imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian A Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. And if you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, Army veteran, devoted husband, and father. And I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, father, and kicking butt as a football coach. Uh, what's up, Jason? How's it going? Good morning. This is, this is a good time. 8 a.m. is way better than 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. Good job, man. Morning, Johnny. How are you? <laughs> I take credit for that. Yeah, right on. Thank I, you. I, I forced your crazy brother to, to uh, hit it at a normal time. <laughs> ah, come on, guys. He gets I'm up at kidding. 4 a.m. and works out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'd like to introduce you to our returning guest. Um, he actually has four books out working on his fifth. Uh, and they're they're all amazing. I'll have Johnny kind of name them off. I don't want to get too crazy on sure. Um, and uh, his, it's Johnny Cerucci, and, and everybody should already know this gentleman from the great show we did last time, and he's back for another to uh, finish this uh, All Roads Lead to Rome, part two. What's going on, Johnny? How are you doing? Josh, Jason, it's really a pleasure to be back. I had a great time uh, with our first interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my volume is doing weird things too. What the heck? <laughs> what is going on? Let me louder mine. I guess there might there be Mine's not going to go. What the heck? <laughs> my volume button and it shoots up to the top. Oh, uh, yeah. So usual um, quirks whenever yes. we do interviews. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, good stuff, man. Um, difficult, but exciting times, I would say. Yes. Uh, everything that we've been, everything we've been saying is coming true. Yes. And um, I have to say from a, from a Christian point of view, we're all, we're all born again here. And, and I would say mo- the majority of your audience is too. Um, this is just falling right into line with uh, scripture, Revelation and Daniel in particular. And, and this is what frustrates me as a Christian. So many other people 
in this field and supposedly doing what we do, Christian alternative media, um, carefully avoiding this stuff, carefully avoiding Rome as the fourth and final beast. And it's absolutely clear. It's absolutely clear. Um, Revelation 13 in in particular, you know, it talks about the, uh, the beast of the land, the beast of the sea. Uh, and land is um, sea is is clearly a, a metaphor, as we're told in Revelation, for peoples and 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 languages. So land would be uh, sparser, and I believe that is an, an allusion to the new world mm. that was that was begun, that was not as populated as as Europe. And so people say, well, where is where is America in, in scripture? America is the beast of the land. Mm. America is the, mm. is the beast that starts off like a lamb pretending to be Protestant and Christian, but turns into a dragon. Exactly what's going on right now. All exactly right. what's going on right now. And what do they do? Forces everyone to worship the beast of the sea. Forces yes. everyone to worship Rome and the Vatican. And that's exactly what we have. You look back in, in history, you know, uh, gee whiz, I would say, who was the chief justice for Dred Scott Catholic? Yeah, that's interesting stuff to connect all this together, man. And um, that is something that a lot of people do say, yeah, America's not in the Bible, but, you know, you just got to dig deep and interpret it, you know, and that's a, that's a great interpretation. A lot of people say mystery Babylon is America and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, that's uh Johnny's we're going to give Johnny the floor today and just to kick butt. So last time we, we talked a lot and yeah, we did a show yesterday on, on, uh, on Constantine, Constantine. and uh, that, that's, that, that was a good, um, that's a good basis to start off of with, with where it just switches over to their version of, well, man-made version of a religion that, that worships um, God knows what. I don't even know what it is. They just changed the names over to, you know, it was easy to change them over to Jesus Christ, Mary, and and um, basically have that uh, that same type of uh, easy worship for them because they had too many priests on the payroll back then that were, that's why those churches you were talking about yesterday, Josh, the ones that had the, those, uh, what they called the- uh, Myth- Mithraism. Yeah, the, uh, they had them underneath the the- the Catholic Church, the, the yeah. Christian, the, their version of Christian church, below. So what were yeah. they doing? Like that's been Mitra, the sun god. And right? how come? How come you always find out that these 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 uh, priests are always messing around with kids, you know, and 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 you know, perverting their lives right off the bat before, you know, they even get to even get into manhood. They're already screwed up, and this it's. <clears throat> I've been getting reading a lot on this stuff. The word man, it's just. It's crazy. I don't. I don't want to get into that too much, but I'll let Johnny uh, get the floor and I'll get. Yeah, I was. I was just gonna say, great, great point. I, for me personally, it's the 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 waters are a little muddy on Constantine because he, on the one hand, by certain historical accounts, he was a sun worshiper, depending upon who you read. Yes. On the other hand, he did as our chronicle in Illuminati on mass, amazing things, the uh, sexual deviancy, the rape and abuse of the vulnerable and innocent women, children, animals. 
he put a stop to that. Okay. He put a stop to pagan worship. He actually looted pagan shrines. Now, sometimes you can say, well, okay, that's, that's over the top and that's going to make people be uh, empathetic towards the pagans. It depends on how much power you have. If you have enough power and control, I sure as heck would. I absolutely would. If I was in, if I was emperor right now, I would absolutely crush our enemies. I don't give a crap about how much compassion and empathy would create for them. It's just the right thing to do. So mm-hmm. well, it says in the Bible, you know, it says there's certain uh, verses in, in, uh, or in Joshua and, and absolutely, yeah. where they had to kill every one man, woman, and child and get rid of that whole and don't compromise that. So I agree with you, Johnny. If, if there's a repeat offenders in your society, they got to go. They don't, if they're, <laughs> if they're uh, constantly doing bad, they don't conform. They got to go. It's, 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 it's how it was in the Bible. I'm not saying just go kill them, you know, but <clears throat> you know, they, they gotta, they don't get it. There's no three strike law with God. There's no three strike law like that. There's no, Oh, you can go back and you probably be rehabilitated. You're a bad apple. You're a bad apple. Well, that is, yeah. We just, it, was we just it the gotta... Gibeonites? Was it the Gibeonites that uh, as is, uh, Israel was rolling as a steamroller through uh, Palestine and Canaan? Uh, it was a, there was a tribe that knew they were going to get plowed under. And they sent out emissaries and used deception. And I, just emissaries I just went over that. That's crazy. I just went co- over that. Covered the themselves day. in dust and and uh, acted like they were traveling for months. And um, this is presented in scripture as Joshua dropped the ball. Mm, Joshua's yeah. job was to crush everyone in Canaan. Why? Because Canaan, Palestine, they, they were completely Luciferian. They were, they were doing evil things, uh, worshiping demons, conducting uh, satanic rituals, and on orders of God, wipe everyone out, men, women children everyone because it it was a blight and the the sad fact is is that when you leave the generations alive they're just going to pick right up where they left off so that was judgment on that area and and joshua dropped the ball so yeah great points uh jason yeah that that was a good book i just read that the other day yeah they did uh they, they they only were like 25 miles up the way but they uh acted like they were like hundreds and hundreds of miles away and they, uh, but they made it because the Israelites, the law was if, 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 uh, if a sojourner comes into your, your town or wherever that you have to take care of them because you yourself was a sojourner. You guys were both wanderers in the desert. And so, and uh, I think they, they, they said they heard of their God and wanted to worship their God and, be, and they made a pact with Joshua and Joshua said, okay, cool. You know, they had old bread, they had old moldy bread with them. They acted like they were starving and dying out there, but they were only like, like five minutes up the way. <laughs> another interesting another interesting point is um isaiah 39 and king hezekiah was one of the rare good kings right in in israel had emissaries and he showed off these uh foreign emissaries his his armories and and uh his his logistics his stockpiles it was a a huge strategic blunder because the emissaries are simultaneously spies they're going to go back and they're going to tell their king, hey, man, this guy has this, 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 and this, so you can use, uh, he's, he's heavy with foot soldiers, but light in cavalry, so you can use your cavalry to overcome his foot soldiers, w- whatever tactical advantages. And, and God castigated, chastised, or castigated, pick one, 
uh, Hezekiah for, for making that strategic blunder. Wow. Um, Interesting. We never learn, do we? No, but, but <laughs> here's the point. Christians love to, um, Christians love to pass the buck. Christians love to say, oh, um, you know, we wage not against flesh and blood. Okay, we, we, we wage war against the spiritual, so I'm just going to sit back and do nothing. And in no way, shape, or form, that's testing the Lord. Yeah, you don't do that. But the Lord yeah. says to do what is in your power to do and what is outside of your power, that you leave up to me. Yeah. The Lord never says sit on your sit on your sins. No, for sure, bro. And I wait agree. for him to act. 100% I agree with that. That's for sure, you know. And it's so. interesting that um, when he created Gideon's army, of a mere 300 the original 300 by the way the uh the greeks at thermopylae were like 1500 1500 1700 they were not 300 greeks <laughs> there, there were there were several different tribes that's that's yeah. jesuit that's that's jesuit mythological foolishness designed to spin and to get warriors into the greek subclass of homosexuality to mm. compromise warriors and say, hey, look, the, the Greeks did it. The Greeks went to war in, in teams of, of two lovers. So that's how, that, that is how they compromise the special forces. That's how they compromise the tip of the spear, by the way. So mm. if, you, if you read carefully, how does the Lord choose Gideon's army for him? You guys remember the story? So... He says, I remember anyone who comes up to drink and drives their face into the water and drinks with abandon, they're out. Mm. Anyone who lifts the water to their mouth, they're in. What, what's the difference? Uh, you're, you're like, you're taking all the water. Like, you know, let's say there's only a certain amount of water left for people. If you take your hand and you drink it, then you're not, you're not like just totally indulging in it and just taking all the How water. How about a soldier's <laughs> answer, Josh? Give me a soldier's answer. That uh, you're basically uh, like what it would be like a sergeant waits for everybody else to eat before you eat. Is that, is that kind of like. How what about you're, situational what, awareness? Situational awareness that you're saying people put their face in the water instead of actually. Oh, oh lost, because, lost because what happened is if you, if you put your face in the water, you're not allowed to see around you. You can't see around you in case right. there's a battle. You're lifting, you're lifting the water while you're, while you're drinking the water. You're, you're watching. Yes. Around. Amen to that, dude. All right. Cool. So, I get that. So wait a minute. God, God didn't pick 300 couch potatoes. God didn't pick 300 video game nerds. God <laughs> picked the, the most hardcore warriors who were ready to go. Yes. Of that core, that's what he empowered to be undefeated. So it's an, it's an important point to make. At no point does, does God say, uh, sit on your rear end and let it happen. So as far as I'm concerned, God is absolutely behind prepping. Yes. God is behind prepping with common sense. With common sense. And this is how I prep. God has gifted me with a set amount of resources. There's only so far those resources can go. It is my obligation to be as intelligent as possible to divvy up those resources. There are spheres of influence for me as an individual. 
my immediate sphere of influence is, is this. As I, as I shrink, as I grow older, three, three feet, you know, two and a half feet, whatever that is. That's my immediate sphere of influence. I'm responsible for knowing how to control that. My, my own physical fitness, martial arts, whatever. Then beyond that is, is the next level of influence. Um, you, you might consider a firearm, but in today's society, you also have to keep in mind that Satan runs the government. Satan runs the police. Uh, they're all corrupt, and you're not going to have a lot of latitude using a firearm. But it's still within your means. It's still within your it's, means, and you're it's therefore crazy. still responsible for it's it. It's crazy, Johnny, because that's, that's what I try to explain to people, like, if you got a, like, if, if somebody has a 50 cal rolling down the street in a Humvee and you sit there with your AR-15, dude, you're going to get demolished. So, or, or just even bombs, missiles. I mean, it's very it tough. It depends on the civilian. situation. It depends yeah, it on the does. situation. Because it does. what, it does, again, yeah. let's, let's think tactically. Um, okay. So you've got a, uh, an MRAP with, with a, a heavy weapon on top of it. Does it control the area? It's a, it's, it's only a base of fire. Yeah. What do you need to control the area? You need to disembark the infantry. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as you disembark the infantry and as soon as the infantry is um, away from their base of fire, whatever that weapon is on top of the MRAP, then it's more of a one-on-one. Yes. So it all depends on the situation. Now we're, we're, we're talking, we're talking, uh, hot warfare and it if we should ever come to that that means you'd have a a total breakdown of society but i'm telling you with the level of tyranny that we're dealing with right now anything is possible yes i agree it just keeps getting worse and worse it's definitely and i know you were going to bring up the uh we were going to bring up the uh mandate that got put down on us you know i I know we were going to bring that up where Uh, where where are we at i mean so so who are the who are the power who are the most powerful people the most powerful visible they all have they all have people standing behind them you, mm-hmm. you know you got nancy pelosi far left roman catholic you've got um you know joe biden far left roman catholic on down the list the, these are all key players and i was going to say as you go back 100 years 150 years 200 years it's harder to see them but they're still there roger taney was the chief justice of the united states supreme court for dred scott which was 18, oh, let's see, right before, it precipitated the Civil War. The the Vatican used its Roman Catholic chief justice of the Supreme Court. Mm. He's only the fifth chief justice, and he's already openly Roman Catholic. (laughs) The the Revolutionary War was completely Roman Catholic run. It was completely, I, I highly recommend uh, outside of my four books going on five right after my four books, you have to read rulers of evil from Frederick Tupper saucy. My, my dear friends, um, Hawkeye Clint believes that it was so brilliantly insightful that, uh, saucy is, is probably an incognito priest. And he's got some interesting evidence for that, but saucy makes a fantastic point for an fascinating, fantastic case for the revolution being completely controlled by Rome. And what are we, where are we in history? Oh my goodness, if you look at the big picture, Illuminati on mass, that, that's what put me there, is as I was digging deeper, I got out of the military and, and I was, and I was uh, soured over what I'd seen, the treason, 
obfuscation and um i was i was there when they pulled off the phony bin laden raid my my co was a lieutenant colonel who called me into his office and said hey man i gotta tell you what they're saying about this raid i i know from guys personally yeah uh, on the teams that in no way shape or form is is that real is that true and when you study into it if you dig deep into it it doesn't seem like it would be true anyways you know the way the way the, the, the very reason for the so-called global war on terror you shoot them <laughs> on the spot and dump in the ocean no way meanwhile khalid sheikh mohammed what do they claim at 80 800 i forget the ridiculous number how many times <clears> they waterboarded <throat> him to get every scrap yeah. of information what about your yeah. crap dude you want to get yeah if you have him and he's sick obviously he, they said he's a kidney dialysis you know he's sick you yeah. take him you bring him in you know what I mean? That's what you do. Even Saddam Hussein, they said they caught him in a cave, right? They didn't They didn't just smoke him. He was in a cave. They could have smoked him easy. Yeah, spider hole. They didn't have to kill him. Yeah, I highly suspect that that was a body double that they killed. It may have been that for Muammar Gaddafi as well. Uh, the, the problem is you just can't believe anything that the media tells you. Sure. So um, Rome has been in control the entire time, manipulating everything along the way for more and more tyranny. They, they want a complete feudal system. Yeah. Uh, what, what, brought, what brought you down that road? Was it when you got out of the military and you just started looking at who was in control and who was pulled? What like influenced you to, to, to actually start studying this in whole, you know, because obviously was, you have a strong, strong feeling of this. And, and you have a, so much uh, knowledge and evidence and you're, I'm reading through your books and, and I, I could tell that you're just really, really passionate about this, obviously, to get this out there. What, what started you into this? I, I, was, I was born and raised Italian Roman Catholic and, excuse me, I, I was um, raised to have right-minded values and to gravitate towards things Christian, although I was not a Christian. Uh, I was, I was warm and open to it. Catholics aren't Christians. Mm -hmm. Um, I always wanted to know more about the Bible, but I could never get through it on my own. And so I, I was gifted by God to have uh, a good friend in college that basically pushed me into giving an evangelical church a try. And uh, I had basically a conversion experience. I just felt like I was home. I, I never did an altar call. This was uh, January 16th, 1994. And I just felt like I was home. And so things started to fall into place. A lot of things fell into place after I came to Christ. Buried myself in the scriptures. And it was difficult <clears throat> because all of my sources of information were Jesuit controlled, even though they pretended not to be. Yeah. And so um, the proper understanding of prophecy was completely hidden from me. Uh, these frauds that, that uh, praetorism, the idea that um, all prophecy is already fulfilled. Um, Alcazar, Ribera, they're all Jesuits. Futurism, the idea that, that we have no idea who the Antichrist is. He's going to pop open in the future. He's going to have a... Um, He's going to have a seven-year uh, compact with the with Israel. There is there's no such thing as Israel. There there's there's no such thing as um, a prophetic Israel. Israel's dead. Israel's dead in, in 70 AD. But the Jesuits brought it back. The Jesuits resuscitated Israel because if you're focused on Jerusalem, you're not thinking about Rome. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so all, all of all of this, all of this foolishness, I got sidetracked. Praetorism was was created by a, a Jesuit Jesuit. Even Wikipedia, even user edit Wikipedia has to admit this stuff. Do, do you think? Um, do you think that? Because I know there's a lot of people that that feel that man is trying to make things become prophecy. So do you feel like um, when they when they created Israel as a nation at 1948 or whatever, did they, was that like a planned thing to happen to, to fulfill that prophecy? Yeah, they, they, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't man trying to fulfill prophecy. It was, <laughs> it was Satan tr- uh, push, pushing another distraction. Okay. That's how you feel. This okay. goes back for, for generations. They know, yeah. they know uh, the, the easiest way to distract people from truth is to say anything Jewish, to mention Jew, Israel, anything <clears> like that. <throat> Mm-hmm. It is instantly divisive. It instantly catches people off guard. You'll have um, uh, evangelical Christians attempting to do the right thing who go way overboard with too much love towards what they think is Israel. And then you have the other side of the spectrum that goes way overboard with too much hate. And it, it, it instantly devolves and you completely lose sight of who's really running the show. Mm. Uh, futurism, like I said, Jesuit uh, Francisco Robert, Francis Rivera, uh, pre-tribulation rapture, Manuel de la Cunza, pretending to be a Jew, getting into that right there, right off the bat. As soon as you see a Jesuit pretending to be a Jew, mm-hmm. writing as as uh, Rabbi Juan Yehoshaphat Ben Ezra, are you kidding me? Right <laughs> there, okay, right there. So let me try and backtrack. I, I've got like. <laughs> Three or four different questions of yours I have not answered yet fully. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What got me into it? Um, as I realized that we we're being lied to, as soon as you be, as soon as you understand you've been lied to, you become a conspiracy theorist. That's a that's a joke. For sure. It's true. As soon as you realize you've been lied <laughs> to, you become a conspiracy. Dang theorist. it! I'm I'm the top one conspiracy theorist in the world then because everyone <laughs> seems a lie to me. But 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 Jason, <laughs> is it? Are we not required as Christians not to be trustworthy of our our, our fellow man? One are, million. Are we not required? We're not of this world, bro. We're not of this world. So the world is is going to be the ones. Anybody of the world that's not of our our faith is obviously not everybody's lying to us. But that's what it is. It's not of this world, which means we're not required to believe this. We're required to accept the information, study it, make sure one hundred percent is true. Because obviously, the devil, as we know is running the show here on the world in the world, but God is obviously running everything. But, you know, as far as the, the world is worldly people obviously are sinful and are, are different than, than, than Christians. I agree with you, bro. But Johnny, you said, uh, uh, when, when you were in uh, your Catholic, uh, that sort of time in your life, that a guy came to you out of, you know, out of nowhere and just started pushing you towards that. And if you read in the Bible, it even says, if you got the ear and you're spiritual, you will hear me. You will listen, and you will, you will, you will, you will understand. But if you if you don't, that's not my problem. I cannot. I could try to get you to get over here, but if you don't listen, I can't waste my time on you and try to you know keep trying to get you to 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 know the truth. The Bible gives you a lot of stuff on on, on things like that's that's awesome. That, that was a this is a good points, man. I like this. That's why I'm no, so dude. quiet right now. I'm like actually, it's the first time yeah. I could actually listen. We're we're, we're ahead, Jeremiah seventeen. What, what is the human heart? The human heart is deceitful. Human heart is evil. Yes. Yes. Um, from the very beginning, as long as there are human beings, this is what upsets me and frustrates me in relation to uh, the coronavirus, the pandemic, the scamdemic, taking the vaccine, 
I have, fam- I have immediate family members who are Christians who blindly listen to the government, who blindly listen to these, these evil, evil people. I have an immediate family member who went and took the vaccine and got sick and stupidly went and allowed themselves to be tested. And now they're being told they have COVID. Yeah. How many times, how many times, how, what's the saying go? Um, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me me twice, shame on me. Yes. There you go. Wake (laughs) up. We're supposed to have the mind of a serpent and the, the, uh, the actions of a dove, not the other way around. Yeah. Not the other way around. We're not supposed to have the mind of a dove to get whacked around by the serpent. Yes. So it's deeply, deeply frustrating to me how there are even Christians who are getting railroaded by these evil people. I mean, we're so on the surface, man. Like people are so on the surface, especially Christians. Like, uh, what happened to the Christian warriors? You know, do do we have to be in the military or or be like my brother, my brother reading Joshua and all these these? We need to be warriors, you know, and we can't just be on the surface. That's what's happening. There, um, it's that's what the whole definition of lukewarm is, right? They just we're believing the world, we're taking whatever the world says, and then we're we're just we're just slightly reading the Bible. We're we're on Sundays, we're going to church, we're happy with that. Six days a week, we're worshiping Satan. Five, one day a week, we're, we're you know we're we're worshiping God. I'm not saying that you're going to seances and and killing kids. I'm just saying that uh, you're, you're worshiping Satan because you're accepting the news, accepting the worldly stuff all week, uh, not reading your Bible, not getting into your Word, and and that's just that's on the surface lukewarm Christian to me. I don't know, we're living in a time. Do. I think we're living in a time like in a. I think it is a, t- a time of Joshua and Judges where everybody just does what they think is right in their own mind. You know, that's not right to do. You get, you let it lead astray. And what Johnny was saying, he said he was in the Catholic faith and all, and learning the, the values, learning, learning values. And, and basically I say that they, they are more moralistic. They, they want to, they're about morals. The Catholics are being moral, but they're the ones that accept sin so much. They accept it. Like, like it's, they just brush it off. If, if, if there were, if Joe Biden was a, it was a true Christian, he would not support abortion. I don't care who you are, but he's a Catholic, so he does. Well, you know, wait, wait a minute, Jason. The the Catholic Church is supposedly <laughs> vehemently pro-life. That's a that's a brilliant point. That's a brilliant point because absolutely every single key position held by an open Catholic, they are a far left pro-abortion pro-recognition of homosexual marriage by the government. They are far left and they are in good standing with their church. They're not, their yeah. church is based on lies. Their church is founded <clears throat> on the blood and tears of children. They are, they are the ones who murder children. They are the ones who secretly promote... What are this? How many? Over 2 billion Catholics... If the Jesuit white Pope wanted to end abortion, he could in an instant, in an instant. That's not what they want. They want the blood of innocence to continue to flow because their master is Satan. Yes. And they, uh, they also, they also, uh, I think that, I think that the most recent Pope, uh, was saying that AI is a gift from God. Um, 
Also, that yeah, Francis uh, was Zoke, saying the going, vaccine is a gift from God. It is your yeah. Duty, it's your duty well, they, still, they still mix state and church together. They they well. Use- let me let me say this. Let me say this on that. My beloved, my beloved Adventist uh, friends and fans, get this wrong. There is no such thing as separation of church and ch- church and state. Colossians one. Jesus Christ. Everything was made for Him and through Him. Jesus Christ must be King, and if you don't allow Him to be King, this is what you have. The myth of the secular state comes from Rome and from Satan, because if you're out there believing you can separate Jesus Christ from everything else that you do, then Satan will gladly step in. You have to get your ethics and your morality from somewhere. Yeah. You either get it from Satan or you get it from Christ. You can pretend that there is no such thing, but ethics and morality, those are that, that is something that has to have a source. And so um, supposedly the United States for over 200 years has been the secular state, right? Separation of church and state. First of all, those words are not even in the constitution. It's a fabrication of, of, of the, uh, the Vatican Supreme Court. When I'm saying that tongue in cheek, the Supreme Court is run by the Vatican. We have like, what are we, a six Catholics and a, and, and a uh, uh, three far left Jews as tokens? Completely run, completely run by the Vatican. Everything you need to know. The Corona hoax, uh, Anthony Fauci, uh, Robert, um, uh, what's the name? Redfern over the CDC, all the way down the line. The Vatican is running the show. And this is what aggravates me over the frauds and so-called alternative media. It's right in front of them and they purposefully give it cover. So real quick. Talking about Matthew, ahead, Matthew 6, 24. Sorry, guys. He had the no, no one could serve two masters. Either you will hate the one or love the other, or you will be Thank devoted you. to one and despise the other. You cannot you. serve both God and money or God and manna. Okay, guys, go there, ahead. Sorry. There's no such, it's not, it's not a point where you want the power of state to force everyone else to be a particular religion or faith. That's not the point. The point is, is that there's no such thing as separating ethics, morality, and government. It's impossible. You will either have it or you won't. You have to have a source for it. And so Rome has exploited this. Can I tell you the number of of collared priests who have actually held government positions? We're talking about Tupper Saucy. Frederick Tupper Saucy, in his book, explains how the, the prosecutor, the federal prosecutor, was a collared Jesuit. Mm. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer, his defense attorney was a, a Roman Catholic who was trained in law at Jesuit Marquette and his prosecutor was a Jesuit priest. Uh, Marquette, that, think Jesuit about that. Marquette University. Think ahead. about that guys. Think about what he just said. A defense attorney for Jeffrey Dahmer. Separation of church and Supposedly state. Christian or a Catholic, Roman Catholic, but still. It's, it's supposed to be Christian, guys. Think about that. How can you be that? Well, How could you be a defense really attorney? That then. Not church and state. How about the world? The worldly things mixing with. Yeah, with the, yeah the absolutely. We desperately need separation from Satan and state. There we go. Yes. We desperately need separation sure. from Satan and state. And so, by the way, let me let me hit. Um, let me hit Romans 13 real quick, because I'm, I'm very. Passionate Johnny, I don't that. mean to interrupt. I don't mean to interrupt you either, bro. I, I I just want to get these little Bible verses, and I didn't get to get the Bible verses in the beginning, no. so I keep on trying to get those. So go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, not at all. Um. So 
Romans 13 is thrown back at us very frequently as an excuse not to not to stand against evil doing. And so let me go through this verse by verse. This is this is a um, this is Paul being brilliant. This is Paul um, finding a way to give a Jesus like answer when there's no right answer. You've got the most evil um, beast ever in existence ruling the world at the time military room ruling the world Mm -hmm. so if paul stands up and says resist authority that's it for christianity that's it for christianity and what is paul's mission paul's mission isn't justice it's not righteousness it's spreading the gospel saving souls the gospel yes so even though he in no way says okay unrighteousness is okay He's got to he's got to accomplish his first most critical mission. Spread this is so so listen to this what he says let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God therefore whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God and those who resist will bring judgment onto themselves for rulers this is so key verse 3 Rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Are our rulers doing that today? Are our rulers a terror to evil who protect good workers? The absolute inverse. And honestly, this has really never been the case. What Paul is talking about is conditional. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. Every, everyone else take this the way you want to. As far as I'm concerned, the rulers are not protecting the good and punishing no. the evil. They've not no. been doing that here. No. It's just Definitely the opposite. Not. Yes, it is. If they taking, are not protecting the good, go ahead. They're literally, okay, guys, let's just put this on a uh, on a lower level. They're taking people that are in prison, out of prison, letting them go free taking people that are child molesters, letting them be on probation, people that, I mean, you know, people are committing crimes here and they're just taking them out of jail because they don't want them to catch this uh, uh, flu. All right, guys. You get a kid that's that's caught smoking uh, marijuana. You put him in an institution long enough to destroy him and turn him into a lifetime criminal. You get a mass murdering rapist to make sure that they're back out on the street as soon as possible. There is, is no justice. No. The 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 very concept of so-called law is is twisted, perverse, satanic, and Jesuitical. The concept that if you have evidence of someone committing a crime, committing wrongdoing, but you have accumulated that evidence in a way that is unlawful or yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. uh, unlawful, suddenly that evidence doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. What kind of Jesuit stupidity is that? The evidence still exists. What you have is you have two different crimes. You've got a rapist who, um, let's say a a police officer or detective, found evidence but didn't properly obey their rights. So he found the evidence. The evidence still exists. Now you have a new crime committed by the police officer or the detective. You, You don't ignore the evidence you you look at two different crimes. Now the police officer needs to go on trial for breaking the rights of the 
But that has nothing to do. The evidence still stands. Yeah. Only in some sort of twisted satanic Jesuit court do you <laughs> pretend the evidence doesn't exist anymore. Especially if they're doing child pornography or they're Absolutely. taking killing with kids. And, you know, and you, you, we've got this judge in New Jersey that supposedly the brave men and women, the FBI, were closing in on. Um, look, the FBI runs systemic pedophilia. The FBI, the CIA, they run systemic pedophilia. So obviously we're not being told. My guess on this judge in New Jersey is that he, he was completely unnecessary. He was not a position of importance whatsoever. And he was the, he was the throwaway. He was the token that uh, all of a sudden we can pretend that the brave men and women of the FBI, founded by devout Roman Catholic, grandnephew of Napoleon Bonaparte, Charles Joseph Bonaparte, was it the? Uh, was it? I can't remember what they were called. Like the followers or something like that. Something the CIA was running, dude. Where they? Uh, it was back in uh, like in the eighties. I can't remember what the name of them right now is. I had a, a whole thing pulled up on them too. Uh, we yeah, well, the, the CIA, CIA was the the the, the Catholic <sighs> intelligence agency, also founded by a devout Roman Catholic. Um, the name of Dupont, Wall Street lawyer. Excuse me, Knight of Malta, William Donovan. The most, this is one of the reasons why I, I, I was forced out of the military, why I had to get out of the military, because the enemy is, they're not jihadis. They're not Russia. They're, they're not, the enemy is our own institutions, always has been. America's greatest enemies are running her institutions. And all of those institutions were either founded by or are run by Roman Catholics, Jesuit trained. They will occasionally allow token Jews for people to focus on and hate to be put in positions. But the real power goes to Catholics. Goes back to the beginning. How did I get to where I am? Why, why am I here? I was asking questions and looking for answers. And I found answers in you know, 10, 15 years ago, seven years ago, in between there, between 15, seven years ago. Everyone was saying Illuminati this, Illuminati that. They still, to some degree. Yeah. Same thing as Illuminati is a buzzword. Illuminati is a meaningless buzzword. Same thing with Satanist. Same thing with globalist. Same thing as deep state. These, yeah. are, these are words that are handed to us to obfuscate the real enemies. Broad. That's like a broad word. When you say Illuminati, and, and I mean, for what we've studied, Illuminati is, is, is a whole pyramid of, of, of different uh, entities that you have to study before you can even find out. Now, you know, Adam Weissup, I know that like he was Jesuit. That would be like the, the, the start of the actual Illuminati. But the way that they use it now, Illuminati, or they use Deep State, that has a whole many, so many different entities involved in it that you have to study and break down. You can't just say the Illuminati. That doesn't mean it's not like... There's like so many different, like you said, I, I, you believe that, 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 well, we believe that Rome would be like, what, at the top? Satan would be at the very top, but you think that Rome is at the top and then it just trickles down from there, right? That's how you think, feel. Think, think about it this way, Sergeant. Think about it this way. If you're on the battlefield, you need to conquer your enemy. You need to know who they are. Yes. If you don't know the, who they are, you're not going to be able to put them down. Yes. You have got to cut off the head of the Hydra that won't grow back. Yes. You focus on the Freemasons, you're focused on so-called the Jews, you focus on even institutions as evil as the CIA. You can stop them if you have the power and guess what? 
it still is there. You still have the nervous system. You still have the confessional. You still have the priests. You still have the nuns. You still have the skeleton that will grow back. You're not attacking the source. And that's where all this comes from. The so-called Illuminati, Johan Adam Weishaupt, Jesuit priest. Just a reinventation, reinventation of the Jesuits, basically. They they went out in 1773, 1776, the the Illuminati came, right? So it was just a re it was just yeah, yeah. It was it was a way for the Jesuits to manipulate while they were supposedly suppressed and didn't exist. So you had take a a while for them to catch on to the Illuminati, right? So it's like okay. So let's, yeah, this is why you guys are so good and, and, and why you guys are not being allowed the coverage that you deserve is because no one else is telling the truth like this. The, the, there, when the Jesuits were brought back on August 7th in 1814, by the way, the anniversary of the death of Carrie Mullis, the founder of the polymerase chain reaction who died in 2019 on August 7th, the anniversary of the, uh, resurrection of the Jesuits. What a coincidence that is. As important, as, as key, as critical a figure as Carrie Mullis is, who's saying that? Nobody's saying that. Who's Nobody. saying that Anthony Fauci, Jesuit trained, twice Jesuit trained, his wife was three times Jesuit trained, devout Italian Roman Catholic, who was behind AIDS, the AIDS farce, who's running the show for the coronavirus. No one's saying the word Jesuit. This is what brought me to the show. This is what made me focus on what I do. And, and why I spent so much effort on it to answer. Now we're at the end of the show for me to finally answer your question, Jason, <laughs> Josh, for me to finally yeah, answer okay. your questions, both of you. Um, <laughs> what brought me here is um, the answers I came up with that I found on my own. No one else was saying, how can you yeah. say Illuminati and not say Weishaupt and Jesuit? Right. Say Seriously. Illuminati. Maybe some people will say Weishaupt. Nobody says Jesuit. For instance, you've got, um, the European Union and the Bilderbergs. How do you say European Union and the Bilderbergs and not say Jesuit Joseph Redinger? Yeah. Who was the, fa- the godfather of the European Union, the father, uh, godfather of the Bilderberg group? How do you say that? Trilateral Commission. How do you say Trilateral Commission? Trilateral Commission or Al Qaeda? We look back and say, well, wait a minute. You know, the United States created its own enemies. The United States created jihad. Yes, it did. Well, wait a minute. And that's not quite totally true. It's not the United States. It was devout Roman Catholic Democrat, leftist Democrat, Zbigniew Brzezinski. War hawk. Why was he a war hawk? Because he was a Pole with a vicious, vehement hatred against Russia. Yeah. So they're Orthodox yeah. Christians. Because they're Orthodox Christians in Russia. And, and I don't know. That's the that's home run. Home run. Yeah. So to subjugate and crush their their sister church of orthodoxy. Go ahead. So you're talking about Operation Cyclone right now, right? Where where we armed the uh, where we armed Afghanistan? Is that what you were speaking of right now? Or, or the jihadists, basically? Yes, yes. Zbigniew Brzezinski, devout Roman Catholic, friend of uh, Carol Joseph Wojtola, who mm. we everybody knows now as as Pope Saint John Paul II. Aye. How so it is that you can talk about Al-Qaeda or Trilateral Commission and never say the name's Bidnev Brzezinski. And here's yeah. the fascinating part is you have these key Catholic families in control and they cross over. You talk about Brzezinski and Brzezinski has a son, I think Ian is his name, who's also in politics. He's got a daughter, Mika, who is a host 
at um, MSNBC. Oh, here we go. You've got the yeah. exact same Roman Catholic far left cabal by example in New York with the Kumo family. You've got yeah. generational Kumo far left Catholic communist criminals. Absolute, no exaggeration, murdering, raping criminals. Yeah. Both Andrew Kumo and his wife, his ex-wife, a Kennedy, Mary Carey Kennedy, on um, Epstein's, in Epstein's Black Book, his little brother, Fredo Kumo, that we might know better by his name, Chris. Fredo. <laughs> Fredo. Look, look that up. Look up Chris Kumo's response <laughs> to being called Fredo. It's hilarious. <laughs> Somebody called him at a party, Fredo Kumo, and he, and, and he, and he, and he got absolutely <laughs> furious. Fredo Kumo's wife is also in Jeffrey Epstein's Black Book. Ugh, jeez. So you've got generational Kumos destroying the People's Republic of New York, and you've got little Fredo Kumo as a anchor on CIANN, and controlling and New York politics yeah. and propaganda. Go ahead. And let's let's look at New York, okay, guys. So this is something that I that I listened to from. Uh, yeah, remember I brought up Jordan Maxwell, so. He was saying that like uh, the Empire State Building would be like the Roman Empire. So like New York, you know, and also I remember I asked you about um, about uh, Britain. Remember, I was like, oh, man, because I had I was at the time I was I was thinking I was thinking of that. They were they were in control. But I guess Caesar took over Britannia. Right. And then from then on, I believe that that would be the point where Rome has been, you know, over Britain. I, I, I that's what, it's just what I've been studying because I've been trying to answer that question myself because you answered it really well on the show, and I started digging and I'm like, oh, okay, so that's when that happened, and then England is obviously still in control of America, so Rome is in control of England and America at this time, and then like the Senate, I guess they go up on Capitol Hill. Uh, it's the same thing that. Um, that Caesar used to do he used to go up on Capitol State Hill, I, I guess it was called. And then Rome used to have the Senate. We have the same exact thing going on today. So there's well, a lot of our, stuff. Look at our, look at our, uh, look at our uh, all of our it's interesting uh, our uh, buildings out there in Washington. They're all fasci, all this stuff, all Roman. Everything in the background is Roman. All the, all the stuff on our money is, has Roman uh, signs on it. Roman uh, symbols, people don't understand is that yes, they do, like they say, the West is a cross, they say, like, like yes, but there is an iron cross. Ours is the cross of Calvary. There's difference. That's what people don't get. Like when they start to, they're like, oh man, uh, you know, Catholic, uh, Catholics are uh, this, this, they, they uh, you know, we, we hold tradition above the word, we do all that stuff. And, and when, then, then, they infiltrate our country and our churches. They infiltrate our our uh, political views. They, inf they infiltrate our schools, everything. So you're you're brought up to believe. Uh, this is what's funny to me. If you are a Catholic Christian, you say, "How do you believe in evolution? How do you believe? How do you come up with these things that the Big Bang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the Big Bang that go against evolution. That God said they don't filter. They don't filter. Then what they do is they filter the Bible through science. And then they just say, all right, anything that doesn't match what science says in the Bible, I'll kick out. But everything that does match science, then I'll, I'll keep. But when, that's, when you're not supposed to do that. You should be you should be filtering science through the Bible. You know, anything the Bible says, we sh that should be our foundation. Science should not be our foundation in my personal it opinion. It is. No, but it absolutely is. Real science Real, is our though. foundation. Not scientism, not phony science, not fake yeah. science, theories, not, not theories, 
No Real theories. Science. Yeah. The Big Bang is a myth created by a Roman Catholic priest, Georges yes. Lemaitre. Yes, sir. A Roman. Why is it that supposedly Rome was protecting the Bible against science, and in reality, it's the complete inverse? Yes. The seven Galileo sacred Galilee. sciences. The seven Galileo. sacred sciences is what is what the Jesuits actually are 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 the originally were studying. Yeah. Was another one. Galileo yeah. Galilei was by invitation teaching at the Collegio Romano, the Jesuit, the premier Jesuit university. Galileo yeah. Galilei, supposedly persecuted by the Inquisition. Persecuted. How was he persecuted? He's put on house arrest. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Inquisition, if the Inquisition really wants you, they will skin you alive. They will pull your intestines out. They will, yeah. they will rip your arms out of their sockets, put them back in and rip them out again. None of that is exaggeration. <clears throat> yeah. If the Inquisition wants you, they will make you feel pain you have never felt before. Mm. Galileo Galilei, whose own daughter was a Roman Catholic nun, whom they were so close. Galileo Galilei was as close to his daughter as Donald Trump is as close <laughs> to his daughter. Oh, okay. That's really Buried close. Buried in the same <laughs> grave. Buried in the same Galileo Galilei and his daughter are buried together. Wow. I wonder if there was Guys, something going on there. Listen yeah. to this and study this, okay? Because this is this is this is stuff you'll never ever learn unless you do. I mean, guys, one of Johnny, I'm going to tell you, one of Johnny Cerucci's books he sent me is 800 pages long. That's just one, one of them. So this gentleman is not here to play around, dude. And 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 I wish I can give him three hours to speak. I, I probably, we're going to have him on again, obviously, because this this is just an ongoing uh, relationship. But everything he's saying, it's it's not like he's just saying it off of opinion or whatever, dude. He's, he's already researched and researched it, researched it. And and he's ready, you know. He's he's got some stuff ready, like in the chamber. Every time we ask him a question, guys. So why why is it? Why is it? So it's not it's not real science. Viruses are not real science. Yeah. When you when you read about you read about how it is that they supposedly isolated a virus, what are the tests? They don't even use an antibody. You know what an antibody test is? Antibody test uh, uh, examines antibodies in a sample. And that's not looking for the actual virus itself. Yeah. It's not real science. The scientific method is real science. What we're told today is science is not science. It's pseudoscience. And let me tell you, there are, there are Christians out there um, defining scientism as too much science. That's incorrect. Scientism mm -hmm. is pseudoscience. It is a religion of pseudoscience. Yes. You were demanded to shut off your brain and automatically believe anyone in a white lab coat as yeah. they lie to you and give you false science. Yeah. Real science is based on the scientific method. You have an observation. You make a hypothesis based on the observation. Uh, I'm looking at a ship and the ship is disappearing over the horizon. Therefore, the earth is round. Okay, that's my observation. Let me conduct an experiment Let's take to a, a, a camera and let's, let me, yeah, go ahead. Let, go me, ahead. let me conduct an experiment to validate that observation. If I can replicate what I have seen, then the chances are good that my hypothesis is accurate. Now, here's the problem. In the experiment, you have to isolate the variables. What is one, what are one of the variables in relation to a you as the subject watching a ship roll over the horizon? Well, the, one of the, the scale. 
Scale. Yeah. The, the waves, the scale, that's going to keep going up Isolate and down. Isolate the variable. So <laughs> if you if you take that variable out and you add magnification to the person, what happens? The ship suddenly the ship. reappears and yep. surprise, surprise, your hypothesis is proved wrong. Yes. Okay. That is real science. You make your own observation. Yeah. You but, see the North guy. But- it takes all that intelligent thinking and observation and uh, steps to actually look into for you to actually find out that it's incorrect what they're saying. But what all happens right. is people just take people's word for it. Josh, you have to be your own scientist. Josh, Amen. you have to be your own priest. You yes. have to be your own doctor. In yes. no way, shape or form does the good Christian turn their brain, their body and their soul over to somebody else who is evil and doesn't deserve it. Amen to that, bro. I agree. The best, the best way, first of all, being a Christian is a relationship. Yes. It is something you do every day. That is why John uses the um, imagery of a marriage. Yes. Christians who think that they're checking the thing, it's okay to check the box, to go for an hour on Sunday morning yeah. and surrender their soul and their brain to someone who was trained by a Jesuit and didn't even realize it. And then check the punch, the time card, turn around and go home and go back to live in their lives the rest of the week and completely forget about Christ. Yeah. They're not a Christian. They're not no. a Christian. That's why I say there's no such thing as separation of church and state. That's why I say that religion is of Satan. All religion is of Satan. Oh, do you know the idea of having a mini pilgrimage of going to a sacred cathedral every weekend? That's satanic. That's yeah. pagan. Nothing to do with being Christian. If you, you have not, the right relationship with God, you are not going to be fearing the stuff that they can, you know, fear porn you with on the news. If you have the right relationship with God, you're not going to go in after you're going to pray to God. You're going to you're going to be able to self scientist and, and find out if you're sick. I'm not saying if you uh, if your arm gets cut off by a, a chainsaw that you don't need to go to the doctor. Pause I'm right there, about- Pause right there. Home run. Home run. Let me highlight yeah. and underline what you just said. Common sense. If your body <laughs> is telling you you're fine, why would you submit yourself to an expert who is going to test you and tell you you're sick when you don't feel sick? Yeah. 100%. Hello. Hello, McFly. This has never happened in history. Okay, guys, just letting you guys know. In history, it's never happened where now, you just... There, just, there, there yeah. are there are people who are being sick. There are being poisoned, but they're being poisoned not with a virus. They are being poisoned. Real quick, let's talk about cancer as an example of, of, of healing and, and, and sickness and, and what it means to be sick. I'm doing this on my book right now. As soon as we finish, I'm going to hit back to it. What is cancer? Cancer is the ultimate expression of a body that has been poisoned. What do doctors do to cancer? Doctors poison you more. Manage manage cancer by poisoning you further. Poison, cut, and burn. That is the that are the those are the tactics of doctors in relation to cancer. They never, ever, ever address the root of the cancer, which is a, a, most often a lifetime of bad habits. Yeah. Yes. Most often a lifetime of being blasted by Wi-Fi and, and cell phones and electricity itself is, is toxic. 
eating fast even down food. to what you're what you're actually washing yourself with the soaps are toxic they're, what you they're wear carcinogens the, there are toxins what you in wear the tide toxins the, in your fry oh. pans yeah processed water just in your water alone Roman, yeah. Roman Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic, Mark Ruffalo, I guess he was all full of um, uh, uh, vim and vigor as a result of doing his movie in spotlight and representing my, my friends, um, Incredible uh, hope. Ed Resendez and, and um, Dark Waters is a movie I highly recommend, even though it is total Catholic propaganda. The hero is, is a Catholic. Um, and he fights a big chemical conglomerate. But the bottom line is it tells the story of DuPont poisoning people with Teflon. Mm. And it's absolutely true. It's just one tiny story <clears throat> of thousands of stories. What is really going on? Um, the uh, environment is poisoned. Absolutely, the environment is being poisoned. Is the environment being poisoned by you and me? No, it's being poisoned by big business and billionaires. Who yes. has to suffer? We have to suffer. We have to give yeah. up our SUV. We have to use stop using electricity. We're not the ones doing it. They are. I think you were talking about cancer. Imagine this: if you put an organic with chlorine, it creates uh, TTHMs, right? Which is total trihalomethanes, right? So when you take or uh, chlorinated water and you put it into coffee. What happens? It, it actually creates a carcinogen, which yeah. is crazy, dude, because we work in the water industry. Me and my brother both do. I'm a, I'm a water treatment operator for, a, you know, for, for the city of Rialto. So I, I'm not going to mention the, the name of the place we're contracted through because I'm not allowed to do that. But anyways, so think about it. Teflon is used whenever you, 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 you fix the pump on, on a chlorine, chlorine thing. So that's that's going to be used for sure. Teflon is obviously obviously used throughout plumbing and throughout all this. What about your pipes, dude? Your <laughs> copper pipes have lead. Yeah. After a while, they give you lead. Some of them used to be lead, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they used to be lead, asbestos. Yeah. I mean, all these different things, dude, that are like like you're saying. But anyways, Johnny, we're sorry. That's We're just going on a rant here. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, no, I'm just, look, the bottom line is it's a fraud. These people are evil. And anyone that properly addresses health, what is health? Health is very, very, very simple. Health means taking in what your body needs and keeping out what makes your body, what is toxic to you. That is what the inverse of what we have today. We have today is a lifetime of bad habits that we're unaware of, of taking in things that are not good for you and not bringing in enough of what is good for you. Yes. So-called doctors will never address that. So-called doctors are what doctors, doctor comes from the Latin docere, which means to instruct, has nothing to do with healing. Uh, doctors are not healers. That's why they make six and seven digit figures. That's why they have to invest tens of thousands of dollars to get in their special club. And that's why they're all on lockstep with the Corona hoax because they're yeah. all corrupt. Yeah, they're all stuck. They, they're they, all stuck they, in they, the same same, they're all in the same ballgame. I, I agree with same that. Same thing with scientists. They go down the satanic road of torturing animals. And if you're gonna, if you're okay with that, then you're okay with torturing human beings. Mm. What do they it do? Corruption. We could just talk about this. Let's just do this on a minor scale, like I like to bring it down to. A doctor takes you into a room, or a nurse does, and what do they do? They check your blood pressure, they check your weight, and they check your temperature. That's three things they do, no matter what, whether you're sick or not. If you're going I do that myself. 
Hold on. You do that. You should. You should do every it single time they do that, they're, they're checking off uh, the insurance company. Chikung, 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 as if like a cash register. So that's like 80 to to $100. Each thing they do, that's $300 to your insurance before you even say hello to the doctor. Okay, guys, this is literally what's happening. I sold the boat to a doctor like six years ago, and he sat there and talked to me about every single thing that, that they charge. When, even for them to even speak to you already, that's that they're charging the insurance company. So like he said, it is a money making scheme every single thing dude that they do for you anything they do for you go get your head fixed at a hospital with no insurance what you're going to do you're going to get charged twenty five thousand dollars twenty five thousand dollars thousands of dollars you you your body is screaming at you that you've been poisoned your body is now creating cells at a chaotic rate that's what cancer is uncontrolled chaos of cellular growth it threatens your health yeah. Will a doctor get into the root cause? What do you need? No, a doctor wants to cut, poison, or burn the cellular growth. And guess what? As he's cutting, poisoning, and burning the cancer, he's also cutting, poisoning, and burning the rest of your body. Yeah. This is not this is not precision. That's why many uh, um, chemotherapies will actually cause a new cancer. Yeah. How do you get away with that? How does a doctor get away with that? That's mur- Do you know that the sex success rate is um, over 97% of yeah. people who die from cancer? Once you were diagnosed from cancer and you put yourself in the hands of a doctor, you have a 97% chance of being killed by that doctor and that cancer. Ugh. 97% if That's you put crazy. yourself in the hands of a doctor. That's why they manage cancer. They want the cancer to kill you. And by the way, they're going to jump in. That's with Rockefeller, the bro. That's all Rockefeller when he took when he took the medical when he took the medical journal and everything, and he just said, right, "We're going to make it our way." And they just wanted to keep making money. If you go back, you had the petroleum back in the day. That's what they put in the medicine. I mean, right. you guys got to look it up and understand. But we're at nine oh five right now. We have to end the podcast because I got a, a, a screaming two screaming babies upstairs, and my wife's probably pulling her hair out. Uh, uh Johnny. Like always, bro, we're going to have a part three. Okay, guys, we love Johnny Cerucci, man. Everybody uh, support him. Uh, he has a, a podcast. Um, uh, please spit well, out for, your podcast. For the, most part, for the most part, it's uh, the, the four books, Illuminati on Mass, Secret History, Eaters of Children, and Romans of Mass Destruction. You can get on Amazon. Right now, I'm just doing a little bit at a time because I'm trying to write this fifth book about health and viruses and, and Rome and Satan. So I'm not really doing Resistance Rising, the podcast. But you can find me on Odyssey, uh, whatever my my uh, audio and video stuff comes out. But JohnnySurucci.com is the website. Okay, so check him out, guys, please. And uh, support him uh, if you guys can. Please uh, check him out and uh, check his books out. Uh, I've already started on one of his books, uh, Illuminati Unmasked. And I'm like six or seven pages in and I'm already hooked. So, guys, check him out, please. Okay, and uh, we just want to end this in prayer. I want to say thank you to Jason. My brother's always sticking around, man, as a co-host, and he's doing an awesome job. I want to thank uh, Johnny Cerucci, and I also want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in. If you guys could please share this, okay, guys, as much as you guys can. We are being shadow banned like crazy, I could tell 100%, okay, guys? I mean, some of these videos that we put out, I mean, I'm not saying that we're the coolest podcast in the world, but... We're, we're, you know, I think we're, we're coming out with some fire. So please help us to share because that's the only way we're going to be uh, put out guys. All right. Our, our Apple Spotify is going amazing, but our, our, our YouTube is getting just shadow banned. But anyways, we love you. Let's send this in prayer. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this clear 
connection. We really appreciate everything you do for us. We just want to pray for Johnny and his family. Uh, keep him safe. Uh, we want to pray for the, the whole entire world right now. There's a tyranny going on. They're trying to mandate stuff on us that we definitely don't want to put poison in our body. We don't want to do anything like that, Lord. So please help us uh, fight against this tyranny, Lord. Uh, you, you want us to stand on our own feet and we, we trust you for the stuff that we can't handle. So please handle that for us. But we are going to be Christian warriors and we're going to fight for you, Lord. And we appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank amen. you, Johnny. I, I, there, there's, there's one person, uh, Josh, there's one person who's bigger than Joe Biden and that's Jesus Christ. Amen to that. So, All right. Thank worry. you guys so much. I really appreciate you, Johnny. Thank you.